0: You are now listening to the Sweet Nostalgia Podcast. She's back. What's up, everybody? I'm so excited to finally be back and finally be recording again. You don't even understand how much I've missed recording this podcast. You know, putting out content and episodes for you guys. It's been it's been a long journey, okay? A lot has happened <laughs> since the last episode. I remember I filmed an episode that unfortunately never ended up getting released, but it was a Halloween edition episode. I was really upset because I talked about some really good stuff for that episode and planned for it to go out before Halloween, but you know, it wasn't edited in time. I just waited for a long time and then I was just like, okay, look, maybe we should just, you know, maybe I should just take a little break from the podcast, recuperate, and then, you know, come back better than ever. So that's what I'm doing. But so much has happened. Start things off. First things first. I can't even say this with a straight face because what the hell? Ace family got a divorce. The hell is going on there so glad that Catherine stood up but also I don't like is it real is it not real because Austin's been all over Snapchat honestly every platform acting crazy and it sucks because he is actually funny but I just know he's doing it for attention so part of me like doesn't want to like even acknowledge the stuff he's doing but the memes on TikTok are fucking hilarious I don't know what is going on over there I do think it's lot for publicity but I don't know hopefully Catherine you know she stood up and she stays up and she just you know she just keeps evolving and doesn't go back so yeah if you know who the ace family is then you know what I'm talking about if you don't basically it is a family channel that started years ago um and I remember watching the videos like I think it was right after I graduated or right maybe my senior year when they started you know started off as one of those, like, family channels that really popped off. But, of course, behind the scenes, like, you know, after, you know, they had several kids and moved to several houses and did several events, and some of those events didn't really go so well. But, yeah, with all that happening, um, there was, like, a huge rumor going around the industry saying that Austin was not being loyal to his wife. Yeah. And then it became like a joke, like where everyone literally knew, like everyone was like, oh yeah, like he cheats on her all the time. Like, yeah, it was like this whole thing. So I don't know. Obviously I am not a part of the Ace family. Do not know them from Adam or Eve. Take this with a grain of salt. But it was crazy how many people had similar stories and incidents with that whole situation. And yeah, I mean... I think a lot of people stopped watching the channel. I stopped watching it too, but I don't know if it was just because of that or also because I just became an adult and was like, bro, I got other shit (laughs) you know I have to worry about. But yeah, it was it was wild. And everyone was talking about it and why like Catherine is so gorgeous and like why does she leave him? And she was like defending his behavior. It was like this whole thing. But now they finally admitted that, you know, they're separated and that they're getting a divorce. But some people are saying, like, the divorce isn't happening because there's no, like, legal documents for it. So, I don't know. But also, I will say that sometimes people have to be separated for a while and then get a divorce, you know? Because if I'm not mistaken, like, I feel like a divorce can be expensive. I know it's very normal for people to be separated for a long time or for a while before, like, the divorce is even put into action or finalized. So, I don't really know. I mean, but it very much could be for publicity. Like, who fucking knows? But I don't know. I just need to go on that rant because I feel like the whole internet was like, what the fuck when that happened? So if you know, you know. If you don't know, then there's your little education. You could do your own research if you care that much. Yeah, Ace Family, that whole thing happened. Free Palestine as well, because that also is something that I was talking about in the episode that never you know, ended up getting edited and ended up getting posted. But yeah, free Palestine because everything going on over there is just tragic. And the fact that it's still happening and the fact that I've took a break from this podcast since about October and it's still going on and people are suffering is just, it's just disgusting. So yeah, um, that's all I'm gonna say on that spiel. Uh What else has fucking happened that's just crazy stanley cups is like the fucking new silly band and everyone's going fucking crazy over stanley cups and it's just a fucking cup you know what i mean like yeti is great and yeti's been doing this for a minute now so i don't understand the hype i guess i think stanley cups have been out for like a little minute but the only thing i saw that changed everything was when this girl's car blew up Like something happened and the next day she had to go to the car to like pick up her belongings once, you know, the fire was extinguished. I remember she took a video because her Stanley cup was in the like middle console, like the cup holder, and it still had ice and water in it. And it was like untouched. Like everything, of course, like, you know, everything else around it burnt up, everything, but the Stanley cup. And ever since that video is when I like, you know, saw the transition and everyone start becoming, like, crackheads over Stanley Cubs. I just don't understand why, like, why Americans, like, why we act like that? Why do we do that? It just doesn't make sense to me how, as a whole, like, we just do stuff that's very questionable. Like, it reminds me of the toilet paper incident with COVID. People would die in left and right, but, like, people were literally reselling toilet paper like Charmin. Like people were legit being like, oh, I need toilet paper. And then other people were like, oh, wait, toilet paper is going low. So let me personally fill my whole truck bed up with just toilet paper and paper towels so that I can resell toilet paper for $50. What the actual fuck? People are dying. And this is what we're focusing on. Like, that felt like a Simpsons episode it felt like a fever dream and even with the Stanley Cups I'm seeing all these videos of people fighting there's like little girls that are like oh like I want a Stanley Cup and their mom's like okay like yeah babe like let's get in line I'll I'll get you a Stanley Cup and they're waiting for like four hours and then some fucking grown man in his 40s end up buying like 50 and then they started having to put in rules and bring cops and shit so resellers weren't I was just like what the actual hell is going on and then there was a video on Instagram of fucking someone got pulled over and had like legit probably 80 like Stanley cups or something and and the cop like they I guess they raided the car and the cop had all the Stanleys posted up on his cop car like it was bricks of cocaine And it was just Stanley Cups. Like, they had it posted up. Like, it was a huge drug bust. And it was fucking cups. These are just things that I'm just like, does anyone else have, like, that feeling when they see stuff like this and be like, why? Like, why do we act like this? Why do we do this? Why? Why? Because I think about that all the time. Like, yes, I'm American. I get it. You know, proud to be an American, whatever. Sometimes I'm not proud. And I don't think I'm the only one that feels that way. (laughs) I think there's a lot of us that feel that way. Like, we should be embarrassed at how we act at certain things. That's all I'm going to say. And then I saw, like, another thing about, um, apparently... I think this was in, like, L.A. or Florida. But it was, like, this limited edition Hello Kitty something. I don't think it was a Stanley fucking cup. But it was something. And there was, like, a a little, it looked like a food truck or something that was selling this limited edition Hello Kitty something. I don't know if it was a blanket or jacket. I really do not know because I saw this a while ago and I just remember it was Hello Kitty. But I remember seeing it and it was like a line of people and the line was like kind of long, but it wasn't anything like crazy. Like, you know, they weren't doing the Stanley Cup thing where they were waiting for like two days. It was a line and it was a lot of kids in line, obviously, because at the end of the day, like talk about nostalgia, loved Hello Kitty. Like she was, she's just so cute. And she had her movies, her TV shows. Like I grew up watching it. I get it. I love it. However, this is something that is catered towards children. Yes. Hello Kitty might, you know, partner up with Dolls Kill and do like a nice little adult, like, you know, slutty line and it pop off, like go off queen. However, when it comes to like blankets or hoodies and stuff like that, that's Hello Kitty. This is for the children, you know? And so in the line, like most of the time you could see like there was a lot of kids in the line waiting, right? The line like I think just open or whatever, like they were waiting for the food truck to open. It's like little door thing. And this woman bought every single one. Every single one. Like she was probably like fifth in line waited, went up there, saw all those children behind her, saw all those kids that's been waiting for like an hour with their mom. They're so excited. And this bitch buys all of them. Resellers just piss me off when it comes to stuff like this, because it's like, bitch, you're only doing it for your money. And then you're going to turn around. Like the fact that you literally sat here saved up probably $1,500 or put aside $1,500 so that you could go to this truck you know that you're going to be one of the first people in line you know that there's all these children and kids behind you because they want it because you know it's for children and you're gonna sit here and say fuck all of you like she might as well just turned around and put up a nice fucking middle finger and just said suck my dick to everyone in the line Because she bought every single thing. And then the video that I saw was from, like, you know, parents and stuff behind her, you know, that had also been waiting. Just being like, what the hell? Like, this is ridiculous. Why is she doing this? And why is the fucking truck selling this stuff allowing this? And it's like, of course, because of money. Like, they don't give a fuck. But come on, y'all. Like, have a little bit of soul. Like, you're a grown-ass woman. What is wrong with people? And it just made me... It just made me upset because I was like, oh my gosh, like the way that I would want to like beat that woman's ass if I was behind her with my fucking daughter or son and we were waiting so that my child could get something that is, you know, catered towards children and then your greedy ass goes up there and she had boxes and everything like she was taking her boxes out, just filling them up. And I'm like, like, what the fuck? Like, yes, we're, you know, we're boycotting Starbucks right now because, you know, of their support and the whole gaza situation however at least you know when target and starbucks did that fucking stanley collab they you know limited how much you could buy like thank god which i know how resellers are they probably got them their mom their grandma their girlfriend boyfriend sister all in the line so that they could all buy one too because that's how they fucking are but i was like this is sick this is legit fucking crazy But, yeah, that shit pissed me off. Like, resellers, chill out. Like, I get it if you, like, have some shoes you can't wear them or something. You know? Like, I get it when it's that. But, like, it's just greed. Like, I don't know. It just makes me so mad because of the price they sell them for. Even for concert tickets. Like, you bitches are ruthless. And I hope you fucking step on a Lego for 50 days straight. I wanted to see Bad Bunny, for instance, because mi bebe bonito is coming okay and he's coming to charlotte I, I believe it's charlotte um a few days after my birthday you know my birthday is may 1st he's coming i think like the 8th or something like i would sell a fucking kidney to see him because like what is Panito? and i feel like he hasn't come to north carolina before or if he has it's only been like once so i'm like yeah like do you know i want to support my Baricua brother however His tickets, like, oh, Benito, please, please tell the resellers to stop. Please make a rule because this shit is out of hand. Like, when those tickets went on sale, the fucking $80 tickets went, which, I mean, look, his tickets are already a little up there, you know, but the resellers are fucking crazy. You think that I'm about to spend $500 for nosebleeds? The fuck do you think this is? Who do you think I am? Why would I do? Why would I do that? Like, who would do that? I don't understand it. I don't understand. Like, I get it because they want money. Like, it's they're just being greedy. But like, who the fuck is going to buy these tickets? And so I feel so bad because majority of his tickets for the show that I was looking at, one, like the normal tickets are all pretty much sold out. The only tickets that are left are resellers, but that's the prices they're charging. They're like, yeah, okay, well, how about you spend $800 for like, a upper lower level ticket no who the fuck if I'm gonna I'm telling you right now if I'm spending over five hundred dollars on a concert ticket I better be going home with him on my mama I better be going home we I better get a sleepover I'm gonna spend the night okay I'm um, what do you think this is why would I spend that much for them like I get it like I support yes like no. I literally spent how much? I spent probably $200 and saw Jack Harlow in row. And I was, and that was great. Barricade, you know, great. I mean, he fucking sprayed me, ruined my hair. That's a whole nother, you know, story. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like that's fine. 200 I get it. I get it. You know, and that's a good spot. And people most likely spent way more than that probably for the people that were on my row. But you know, like I got them early. It was fine. But if I spend over five, eight hundred, eight hundred 800 $800? we're going home together. Okay. I'm going to be on the stage. I don't want to be front row in the crowd. If I'm spending that much, I need to have my little nice little chair on the corner of the stage while the show's just happening. Okay. And then after the show, he needs to pick me up and carry me to the van. And then we're going to go to his hotel and I'm going to spend the night. You know, we're going to have dinner. I'm going to wake up. We're going to have breakfast And then he can just take me back home because there's no fucking way. This is ridiculous. This is like some come on, people. They're just people at the end of the day. Like, and that's another thing I'm noticing is like the switch in celebrity culture is like the dynamics are switching. I mean, I'm here for it. Like I did an episode that you can watch. I think it was called like canceling cancel culture. But in that episode, I kind of talked about like, the expectations that people put on, like, famous people, and then how, like, cancel culture, I mean, you'll have to, like, obviously watch, you know, the episode to really figure out exactly everything that I was talking about, but just to sum it up, I was just talking about how there's people that need to be canceled because they do, like, illegal, weird-ass, predator-ass fucking shit, but they get canceled for, like, a day, but then there's people that do something that's stupid, or they'll tweet something when they're fucking 12 and then they'll get canceled and like lose all their money and partnerships and I'm like huh like what is what are we doing here it doesn't make sense over the last few months I've seen it more and more and I've heard more and more people talk about it as well about how like the whole celebrity culture thing is kind of like dying off like they're just people <laughs> I don't but but they are like they are just people I think it's cool to respect people when they have a talent and they're very good at it, you know, or they have a business. I get that. Like, but why isn't it looked at as, hey, like this is a rapper that happens to be really fucking good at rapping. And because he's really good at rapping, you know, he's won awards and he gets to go on shows and blah, blah, blah. Like, why can't we just look at that as a human being? Why do we have to look at it as as a society, like idolize and god complex these people? As if they're not human and then if they make a human mistake it's like World War Three. It's like what the why are you making mistakes? I don't know maybe because they're just a fucking regular person like us. They just are rich and have money or have a fucking basketball contract or music con- you know. That just baffles me but more and more I feel like it's happening where people are just kind of not really giving a fuck and it's like what I've noticed is a lot of people are getting cringed by like celebrities because it's like as society we've put celebrities on this god complex and like idolize them so that they're not human beings like where a lot of people look at some of these celebrities like they're not fucking human which some of them aren't some of them are freaking demons but that's a whole nother fucking topic you know but You've idolized these people for so long. So then these people, because think about it, if you are a human being just like everyone else and people start doing that to you, they start putting you at a God complex and idolizing you to a point, of course, it's going to get to your head and like, you're going to, you know, kind of be like, yeah, like I am, I am a God. Like I am the, you know, like, you know, that's how the human brain will kind of work. So then these people that have put themselves and we've also put them on this complex, when they do shit where it's like they think that they're above everyone like everyone's getting cringed like about it everyone's like what the fuck well ew why are you like why are you doing that and then it's it's like humbling for them I've just I don't know I've noticed it like especially with the Grammys that just happened which I didn't watch the Grammys but um I've seen like a few performances I saw like some speeches of people you know that one and yeah, I just saw a lot of like just cringe behavior like why the fuck did Taylor Swift yank Lana Del Rey's arm out of socket? <laughs> like that was so unnecessary. Like, I mean, even her like punching the guy beside her, like, ew. I don't know. Like, I know I'm not a Swifty and like I don't need the Swifties trying to come for me. Like, look, I just don't care. Like, she's talented. I'll say that, you know? I think she's talented. You know, she's made some hits. I get it. I get it. However, comma, like, I don't see the hype that Swifties see, but that's fine. You know, I'm not a Swiftie, so I don't have to see that hype. Yeah, like, can we just, we just need to start, like, making celebrities and everyone just realize, like, we need to humble them, you know, when they do stuff that's embarrassing. Like, come on, like, the whole Celine Dion thing, what the fuck? If you don't know, Celine Dion, Um, basically gave and presented Taylor Swift with her, like, Grammy or something. And after she, you know, was punching fucking the guy beside her and yanking Lana Del Rey upstage or whatever, she just kind of didn't even acknowledge Celine Dion. And I'm like, girl, Celine Dion? Celine? maybe I know you don't think you're higher up than Celine. Like, Celine's been out here singing her ass off since she was fucking... What thirteen, fourteen, and she also was is sick. Like she came out of sickness for the first time for the Grammys, and that's how you act. It was like she just grabbed the award, like didn't even acknowledge her, didn't say hey, didn't say say mass, didn't give her a hug, didn't do nothing. She just like yanked that award and was just like, "You guys, this is my thirteenth Grammy." And I don't know if you know, but thirteenth's been like number like but the res- the disrespect is crazy. I'm like what if I was Celine I would be like did y'all just see that shit I don't know it's stuff like that where I'm just like I don't know it's just it just cringes me out it just makes me uncomfortable I'm like what is legit fucking happening right now I don't know okay I'm I'm just gonna stop on the Taylor Swift stuff because I can just talk about stuff and I don't want to go on like a Taylor Swift like I hate Taylor Swift rant because I don't like hate her I don't like yes, I think she is beautiful and I think that she has put out good music. Do I think that the hype that she has kind of gets too much? Yeah, sometimes I do. I think the like -like, cult-like fucking fandom idolizes her and puts her on a level that I don't think she should be at. I mean, but like I said, I don't think a lot of people should be at certain levels. Like we haven't had another Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Like we haven't had another Britney Spears right now. And so because of that, I'm like, And even those are still human beings that needed to be treated like human beings. However, they were doing so much record-breaking, like, phenomenon, crazy shit that, like, I do understand why those people earned the names that, you know, the titles that they have. I get it completely. But even in that sense, it's still sad because these are human beings that... Because they're so good at what they do, they've been put at this complex that people aren't looking at them as human beings. People are looking at them as, like, their little puppets to, like, just put on a show and perform for them. And it just sucks to put anyone at that level. And I think that's going to turn around. I do think that we're in that time where we're going to start humanizing people more, hopefully, and not acting like they're fucking, I don't know, made in a lab. Which, like, conspiracy, yeah, some of them probably fucking are, but still, it's just weird. Anyways, today I did want to talk quickly, kind of, just about, like, trusting your gut and how to learn how to trust your gut. Because, personally, I think everyone has an intuition. I think everyone's definitely born with an intuition, but I think that the noise from the outside world and family and your surroundings settings all of that stuff like obviously interacts with that and can cause your intuition and gut and all that stuff not to be as you know strong or that voice to be as loud so I kind of did want to discuss that because that's something that I've been going through for probably the last like, I feel like few years but definitely the last year I have been on this whole kick of just not questioning my gut or instincts and just kind of doing them when they feel right and safe. So I do want to discuss that today. And then after that, I do want to do a new segment where at the end of each episode, I want to just talk about like something nostalgic. Like, you know, those posts that'll be like, how old do you feel? This movie came out, blah, blah, blah. Or do you remember this? Or has anyone... I think I'm the only one that's seen this movie or show or thing. I Those just make me feel happy and fuzzy and old. Um, but I do want to start doing that at the end of each episode. So first thing first, I think that self-sabotage can be like your worst enemy. I really do. It can lead you in terrible relationships, friendships, jobs, career paths, just honestly your habits like self-sabotage is one of the worst weapons i feel like and i think that because one we're ourselves and at the end of the day only person we really really have is us and i mean that in the sense of like you know when our loved ones our friends and family you know when we get older and they're not here anymore or anything like that like you know all we do have is ourselves. I wish more people realized how much they were their own enemy when it comes to stuff. Because other people can influence you. Other people cannot make you upset and make you uncomfortable. Yeah, like that's completely true. However, like it's our own responsibility to set boundaries within ourselves and for others to make sure that we're not being disrespected or in uncomfortable situations. Like it's our job, you know, I can't sit there and have a boyfriend and be like it's his fault like he was supposed to protect me from that he was supposed to set those boundaries with my friend like it doesn't make sense like it's our own responsibility to say this is what I'm accepting this is what I'm not accepting if you cannot respect that I cannot have you around me point blank period mic drop like you know and it does sound a lot easier than it is I get that I get that it sounds a lot easier just saying that than to actually do it but you have to start somewhere and I think if more people would start doing that they would realize how much it can benefit you in your life seriously don't stop self-sabotaging like and you know when you're doing it you know that's all I'm gonna say you know when you're doing it okay you don't have to have your best friends or family members or significant other keep repeating the same like you know, shit, because you keep repeating the same sob story every fucking three business days. And then you come to the same people that love and care about you, the ones that are actually giving you good, helpful advice. Like, no one wants to keep fucking keep sitting there repeating the same advice when you're not gonna take it. If you have to even sit there and question it, you know it's wrong. If you have to sit there, it's like the situation where, like, if someone comes up and they're like, I don't know what to do, like, my boyfriend. He's just been talking to these other girls and we've talked about this and he said he would stop and he keeps doing it. And I just don't understand, like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, leave him. And they're like, wait, no, but no, but I wasn't saying it in that way. I just needed advice on like, what what would you do? Like, what should I do in that situation? Leave him. Leave him. That's what I'm like, that's the answer. But it's like, they don't want to hear that. They don't want... They know that they should leave them. Duh. Like, you just heard what came out of your mouth. You just said your boyfriend's talking to three or four other girls. And you've already set that boundary and talked to them about that. And he's disrespected that. Again, leave them. But they don't want you to say that. They're waiting for you to pull something else out of your ass and say, like, Well, you should fucking go through this phone. And you should text his mom and tell her what he's doing. And then maybe the mom will talk to him. Like, no. Like, I'm not fucking saying that. I'm not like, look, I'm just not one of those friends. I'm going, like, I love and I care about you. So I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to rip the bandaid off because what the fuck is the point in me, like, hyping up your negative fucking energy? Like, what is me hyping up the toxicity that you keep presenting? Why am I going to keep being like, yeah, girl? Yeah, girl, you're right. Yeah, don't leave him. Why would you leave him? Like, girl, because he's a fucking cheater. Or not even that. He's not respecting the boundaries you set. I don't know. That shit is so annoying. And I know a lot of you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a a boy, a them, a they, you know exactly what I'm talking about because everyone's been through that. Everyone has those people, whether it's family, friends, coworkers, anyone that like knows that they're in toxic ass situations. And they go to you crying, boo hooing. And it's like, I get it. You are crying, you're boo hooing because it hurts. Like, and yes, I do know that it's not easy to just sit up and leave a relationship. However, how many times are you going to go through this before you leave? For me, I'm the type where, like, we got a red flag on the play, baby. We got one red flag. And for me, it, it takes a lot for me to even get to two or three red flags. But I'll give you that because we're human and we make mistakes. So I'll give you, like, three red flags and she say okay was this just an incident or was is this like the type of person this person is we're gonna see we're gonna see right now the score is you know one to one we got one flag on the plate for that team uh we're gonna see how this plays out in the next you know quarter of the game and we'll see if I'll continue this fucking relationship because you just have to be like that you gotta stop looking at these red flags and being like oh it's pink I love pink. I do too, babe, but that's not pink. It's not magenta. It's not maroon. It's red and it's red for a fucking reason. Like open your eyes, babe. This goes for everyone. It does not matter because obviously I'm saying it in a sense of like a girl and a boyfriend, but like that's not the only fucking situation, obviously. Like this happens no matter what gender or non-binary, whatever you go by, like, this happens in relationships, and not even just romantic relationships, friendships, too, like, a friend comes to you, like, yeah, like, bro, fucking Billy did this, and I told his ass to fucking stop when he did it the first time, but he won't fucking listen, and, like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know, I just, I care about him, we've been friends, since we were three, but, like, you know, I don't know what to do, what should I do, um, okay, well, have you set boundaries with Billy, like, have you you said that you've told Bill, Billy this has already happened before. Yeah, yeah, this has happened, like, two times already. And I've talked to Billy. I've told Billy's ass, like, fucking stop, bro. Like, I don't fucking like it when you do this, but he keeps doing it. And I don't know what to do. Okay. um, Have you ever considered maybe distancing yourself from Billy? Now, hear me out. Hear me out. I get it. I know you've been friends since you were three. I know, I get it. Like, I completely understand that. It hurts, especially when you've been friends with someone for a long time, you consider them as family, or even if they are family. At the end of the day, you're self-sabotaging yourself to keep yourself in these friendships, familyships, <laughs> relationships with people that are not respecting your boundaries because it's always going to be a problem. It's always going to be a problem if they're not respecting that. And it sucks, like friendship breakups and shit sucks. Family, when you have to distance yourself from family and stuff, that sucks. I'm not saying any of this is easy or walk in the park. And like, it's just like, oh yeah, just you know, cut it off like a light switch and you're good to go. But it's gonna save you so much agony and pain and disrespect that you are getting from others when you do take the time to distance yourself and respect yourself enough to distance yourself because it's not going to stop. And then look, at the end of the day, if that person does care about you enough, then it, yeah, it'll happen. I know that's, especially in relationships. This is what, you know, we love to hear. If it's meant to be, they'll come back. Or, but it, but it is true. It, it is true. Like if that person really does care about you and when you do distance yourself or leave, they do take that time to really see what they've done that is wrong And say, like, fuck, like, I really should, like, why was I disrespecting this person? I shouldn't have done that. They've told me multiple times, like, they literally gave me multiple chances and I still didn't respect that. Why didn't I do that? Like, we could have, we could literally still be together. Like, why did I do that? So, when they take that time to actually recognize what they've done that's fucked up and they step away and go, okay, well, look, while they're working on themselves, I'm gonna work on myself. And then when I do, Approach them again. I'm going to approach them in a respectful manner and I'm going to try to see if they'll give me another chance. Now, do they deserve that chance? No. No. If you've given someone one chance and they fucked up, then no. Just because they've changed in anything, it doesn't mean that they deserve or they are honored to have that second or third, fourth chance. Oh, well, I changed. Okay, that doesn't mean that I have to give you that chance again. Glad that you did the work. You know, I'm so happy for you you know? But maybe if I don't want that chance, you can give that chance to someone else and maybe try not to fuck up in the next friendship, relationship, or family member, whatever the fuck that you're going through, you know? But yeah, boundaries. They're important, okay? They're important. Just, yeah. Anyways, back back to what I was saying about the intuition. I mean, that obviously ties in, but next, for myself personally, I've always had a very strong gut and like intuition like I don't fucking know and I do think that when you're kids it is very strong like I think I don't know I always believe that children and stuff are very gifted when it comes to like intuition and like a sixth sense I do think that you're born with it and when you're a kid it's more powerful and obviously as you grow up and like you know the noise starts coming in with the outside world and stuff it affects that so for me personally that happened. Like, I've had a very strong intuition. As I got older, the voice was still there. Like, the intuition, gut feeling was still there. But I just started not listening to it as much. Like, I just started kind of being like, well, it'll be fine, you know, type of thing and ignoring it. And that's what fucked me up. (laughs) That's what got me hurt. That's what, you know, got me in situations. But it's natural. Like, you know, sometimes we have to just learn the lesson being in the lesson than to just watch other people, you know? Sometimes we do have to, like, ignore that, you know, gut feeling once or twice and, you know, get either hurt, fucked up, you know, whatever. Hurt emotionally, physically, mentally, you know, to be like, I won't do that again. Yeah, it was definitely a point where I wasn't really listening to it as much. And I personally had to relearn how to listen and trust my gut. Like, I had to kind of start, because I'm an overthinker, which, I mean, I feel like a lot of people kind of are, maybe, maybe not, but I'm an overthinker, like, or I was at least, because that's another thing. Like, I think that after learning how to kind of, like, really trust my instincts and Not like just come up with reasons on why I shouldn't in my head, it has quieted a lot of those like overthinking thoughts. And I love that because it's peaceful. Like it's peaceful over here, baby. It was not this peaceful before. I would overthink every single thing. The littlest things, I would just be like, well, should you wear that? I don't know though. But what if you did this? Oh, well, if you wear that, then. I don't know though because everybody else would like that's just my that's how my brain was like wired for like a while especially in my like teenage to like early adulthood that's just how it was a bitch was stressed for no reason Stressing over shit that it was like baby there's way other things to be stressing about let's not stress about this you know but for me I had to like relearn that and one thing I learned the more I surrendered in trusting like the universe and like my intuition in the beginning the more reward I got from it along with my intuition getting stronger if that makes sense like the first thing was is I would start with like little stuff you know like not big crazy decisions not like oh I'm gonna move across the country by myself and bring nothing but my fucking purse you know I'm not talking about those like you know you gotta start slow you gotta start small for me whenever I would start overthinking or little things like oh do you want to go to this party or something right it would just be like okay in my gut do I want to go yes or no because I think that's how it works like I think deep down you either have a yes or a no and it's either like if you have a no for me it was like if I don't feel like going then the overthinking would be me trying to convince myself on maybe why I should go and why do I feel like I shouldn't go And why, like, am I really feeling like that? Or is it anxiety? Or is this just my anxiety, just the overthinking, you know? Or it would be like, yes, I want to go. And then the overthinking would be, okay, but should you? Or, like, why do you feel like you should go? But what if you didn't go? Would you be happy if you didn't go? Like, that's how the overthinking and stuff would start. So I think for me, it just started with that. Like whenever, if someone just wanted to ask me to go somewhere, I stopped overthinking it. It would just be like, a, okay, in my gut, what do I feel? Yes or no? And I would just leave it at that. If it's a no, it's a no. I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up while I'm home. Oh, why didn't I go? What if, what if this happened? What if my soulmate was going to fucking meet me there? What the fuck? What if Bad Bunny was going to sit in the booth beside us tonight and I missed that? You know, like all that just bullshit. I was just like not letting it happen. I was just filtering out those thoughts. And then the same if I wanted to go, I would just be like, you're going, you're going, you feel like you want to go, you're going to go and you're going to have a good time. Don't sit there and overthink yourself now to make yourself not have a good time. You know what I mean? Because that's so easy for me to do at that point. That was one thing that I learned. So that's something that I would definitely practice if you are just struggling with like being very anxious or overthinking and not really knowing if you can like trust the universe or trust like what your self is saying. Those are like little things that help. So just starting little And then working up to like big things, you know, or like, should I go to this trip? You know, should I do this job? Like when it came to those big like choices that I felt like that would make a domino effect on my life, like the more I started trusting the little stuff, the more it was easy for me to know if I should do like the bigger stuff, you know? So that's definitely first thing that really helped. Secondly, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I just stopped questioning why I would feel whatever the way I felt. Like it's okay to just feel. Like you're human. If something makes you sad, some it's okay if it makes you sad. You really don't always have to sit there and find the root fucking issue as to why, you know, that fucking TikTok of that little boy with his puppy playing in the yard why it made you cry. Like it's okay. You know, sometimes we don't have to look into some stuff. Yeah, there are things we do need to look into, but I just started accepting my emotions and just being like, it's okay to like feel things. Like if I'm just feeling really happy right now, why am I going to question why I'm so happy and ruin that? There's no need. If I'm upset and something's made me upset, don't dare sit there and say, well, you shouldn't feel upset. You shouldn't know. like your feelings are valid your feelings are valid. Of course, don't be a fucking narcissist raging bitch or an asshole where everything's just making you mad or, you know, that's some more we're going to have to really figure out what the problem is. If everything's making you feel like, you know, very drastic emotions that are just not safe, you know, but I just had to stop questioning that and stop questioning really everything. Just being like, it's okay. Like you said something and it made me happy. It made me happy. If you said something, it made me sad. It made me sad and it's okay. Let me just take My little time, you know, to feel that way and then move the fuck on. I don't have to like drown in this feeling, you know, I don't have to melt into this sadness that this one thing happened and now it's been fucking two days and I'm still so upset and like focused on it. Like, I don't have to be so hyper focused on little things that cause those reactions. Like, I can just feel that way and then just keep it moving. That's all. I would say, The third thing that helped is I just stopped being around pressuring people who didn't take my feelings into consideration. Like, you know, for step two, once I started taking my own feelings into consideration and validating that it's okay for me to feel the way I feel and that I'm not being too sensitive and all of that stuff, it was easier, way, way, way easier for me to do that for other people and to not be around people that one, if you're an adult and you're still peer pressuring, like, grow the fuck up. Dead ass. Grow up. It's just stupid. It's just embarrassing. Like, we're not in fucking seventh grade, you know? Why are you trying to... Like, why does it matter so much if someone does something, you know? Because for me, like, I do not give a fuck. I don't care. If I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go, like, you know, to this tour, you know? Me and Witch McCall are going to this fucking rave, Okay and you know we had an extra ticket do you want to go and they're like no I, d- I just don't really want to go like crowds kind of freak me out okay no problem yeah no problem I just thought I'd ask and keep it fucking moving why am I it's so embarrassing like I'm telling you if, if you're that type of person or if you know that person it is embarrassing to see an adult a grown-ass person sit there and be like gone that's so stupid why aren't you doing that why are you why do you feel that way that's so stupid like it's literally just a concert it's literally just a crowd like you go to crowds at fucking like the store like it's not that big of a deal stop acting like that like no how about you stop disrespecting how other people feel bitch if I don't want to go I'm not gonna go if they don't want to go they don't want to fucking go leave it at that I promise you it would not affect your night because it, it shouldn't it shouldn't I'm not gonna be fucking Amanda okay if Amanda's like no like yeah I just don't want to go but like you and Kate y'all have a great time okay I'm not gonna be at the fucking rave the whole time crying and mad and pissed off because fucking Amanda didn't go and if you are like that like rethink some things why are you like that stop stop it's not that serious I just don't get it at all it's just it's more embarrassing for you to be acting like that and to, like, try to put someone else's, like, try to put someone else down because of their feelings not being validated. It's more embarrassing for you than it is for them feeling the way that they feel. Sorry, but not sorry. Like, that. that's just how it is. I don't know. I say this a lot, but just making sure that the people around you care enough to respect your feelings and your boundaries. is just so important. Like, it just changes everything. I swear it does. Because... I mean, it sucks when you have so much care for someone else that you want to even disregard your own feelings to make that person comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? But even if you hear that sentence, like, that doesn't fucking make sense. Like, so you're telling me I feel upset, but I care so much about you. And since you don't like me being upset, I'm going to put my own feelings aside because I care so much about you that I'm not going to act upset or like it bothers me. I'm going to act like everything's fine. No. Fuck no. Don't do that. Don't do that. and Don't allow, allow anyone to do that. I'm telling you, do not. It's just not worth it at all. Oh, it's just so, it's just really frustrating. I mean, like, you know, from personal experience, I've been in those situations before. Like, I've really cared about people and, tried to set boundaries and things that you know I didn't like or things that made me feel upset or disrespectful it's like the fact that I even had to talk with people several times to get my boundaries across and it still didn't work and like obviously yeah now I'm not you know I've separated myself from those people because I don't want to be around anyone that is like that but it's like even now I look back and I'm like damn bitch you didn't even have to say that multiple times like that should have been a one and done conversation you should have sat there once and said you know, this is the problem. And I love you and I care about you. But this really does bother me. And I want you to know that I'm communicating that to you. And if you can't respect that enough to stop that, then like, I don't know, I just can't be around you or we can't be friends anymore, or whatever the case is, you know. It's like, oh, it's just fine. Like, I'm not mad at myself for having it multiple times. It's just called growth, you know, growth and maturing. I can look and say, yeah, like, you know, you shouldn't even have to talk about that multiple times. But it's okay. You did. And that's okay. Because after the, you know, behavior repeated itself multiple times, like, come on. If it's a pattern, like, where are we going to stop the pattern? Why, you know, in anything, like, if the pattern keeps going, when it's not supposed to keep going, like, someone's gonna have to be the one to fucking stop it. And if it's not them, it has to be you. And it sucks, yeah, you have to put on your big, you know, person panties (laughs) and sit there and say, like, damn, I'm going to have to really walk away from this person that I really care about and that I really was thinking that we would have a good, you know, future in friendship or or relationship or whatever. But I have to do that for myself and my own well-being because being around someone that doesn't do that is not healthy for me. And it's me disrespecting myself. I'm disrespecting my own boundaries and my own feelings. emotions to make someone else comfortable and that's never okay so just don't do it okay like just don't okay I feel like I'm so peaceful right now like the people that I have around me and stuff which is not everything's perfect like hell yeah like I still have you know like bickering little things with friends family whatever that's normal that's gonna happen you know but learning how to communicate has been one of the healthiest things that I feel like I've done or gone through is just being able to really communicate like how I feel because that is my job. Like no one else can do that for me. No one else can say how I feel or how I'm supposed to feel. It's not anyone's job. They don't know. Even if I tell you I'm feeling this way, you still aren't feeling that. So you don't still know exactly what I'm talking about or what I'm feeling right now. So once I've realized that, and I've prioritized that, it's helped so much. It really has. Like, communication is key, I'm telling you. And, and it doesn't matter whatever it is, communication is key. In the workplace, you know, professional, non-professional, it is something that will get you so far, but not just communicating because, you know, some people are like, okay, communicate? Okay, well, I don't fucking like you, bitch. And I'm like, that's not what I mean. Like, I get it, you are communicating, but it's a way to communicate as well. It's a way to always say something respectfully, okay? You can literally professionally tell somebody to shut the fuck up in a respectful, professional way, okay? You don't have to just say, shut the fuck up, okay, if someone comes up to you and is being disrespectful. You know, you can just be like, okay, well, you know, I don't really appreciate that, so I'm just going to walk away, see you later, and call it a day. You know what I mean? Like, come on, we're adults, and when you're an adult, you have to kind of learn how to communicate like an adult. And there's a lot of adults that communicate and act like children and it's like sad. It's like, mm, babe, like not us being adults acting like we're 15, like grow up. If you do something and it's wrong, own up to that shit, apologize and keep it moving. If you want to sit there and just act like nothing happened because you're so wrapped up in your own ego that you can't see past how you could do something to upset someone else, like you do that. Okay, you mellow in your own fucking feelings okay you do that and I'm gonna be minding my own business living my best life that's all it's just crazy it's crazy I've worked in so many places um and not my job now I do love my job now I do I really do Manifested it you can also watch that episode when I talked about it but I really do love my job now but previously you know I'm turning 25 in May and there's been jobs before that I've worked at where I, cause I've like, I've always been like either the youngest or like one of the youngest, you know, working in the places that I've worked. And when I tell you, it's crazy how like I would be 20 and I would have more common fucking sense and maturity than the people that have been working there for my age for 20 years. And they were in their forties and fifties acting crazy as fuck. I don't know I think that that's also something that's just added to my experience is just looking at that and just looking at like you know I'll be going home like talking to my mom or something and being like yeah like this happened and I'm crazy she'd be like bro these are grown-ass like grown grown-ass women like you're a woman but these are people that are married with children like in their 50s and 40s acting like fucking 16 year olds it's like babe what is going on So, yeah, I don't know. I hope that whole discussion does help give any insight to anyone's personal life and help, you know, towards anything, any goal that you set for yourself. If it is just trusting your gut and learning to kind of stop overthinking and set boundaries, I hope that that discussion really did help because it really helped me. And I feel like my whole goal for this podcast is really just, yeah, talking about like little funny bullshit and stuff. But I really do want to like make a difference and help other people and if i can tell one little story or one little incident or something or one little hack that i found that helps me if that can help literally just one fucking person out there that means the world to me yeah i just believe in the chain reaction i feel like if i can help that one person that person can help someone else and and if i can help 5000 people that are listening to this then those people can help other people and just yeah we got to make this world a better fucking place y'all like come on we can't be it's ghetto Earth is ghetto. We can't be doing this for much longer. I want this to be like a safe fucking place when I decide to, you know, get married and have kids. We can't be doing these same mistakes that we've been doing. It's it's really kind of embarrassing on our part. So I hope that really, really does help. And to close out the podcast, I'm going to do my segment on do you remember blank? Okay, because It just makes me happy. So first, let me fucking look up to see what the actual name of it is called, because I'm going to try to describe it and everyone's going to be like, huh? I do not remember being called this at all. Apparently, it's called the Boondougal keychain. But what it is, is basically the plastic, like they're like plastic little threads, like they come in different colors. And they're the keychains that you would make, like for me, it was like in middle school where you would make it and then you would do whatever different colors, and you can make it like a friendship bracelet, you can give it to your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, or you could like sell them, and when I tell you, I have been an entrepreneur from the beginning, okay, the way people would be like in class, like, can you start this for me, and I'd be like, yeah, girl, I got you, just give me five seconds, I'm finishing up Rebecca's, all right, and then I got you, like, I loved those things like I want to fucking go buy one now like now that I think about it I want to just go and fucking buy some and see if I can still do it but they yeah they were basically these little like keychains that you would make and you could do different like designs and stuff like I think you can do like a butterfly one where you could be like a braid around it but people would give like their color suggestions like blue and red or something and you would in class like use your I feel like you would use your finger if I'm not mistaken like you would cross them and use your finger and then start looping them and then you could just sit there and like keep doing them but those things if anyone remembers what I'm talking about was it called a bandugle because I do not remember it being called that at all like I don't know what we I don't know maybe it depended on like the region you know like where you were but I do not remember it being called that at all So if anyone else remembers what I'm saying, like, please DM me what the name fucking really was or what you guys called them. Because I love those things. That and the fucking duct tape wallets and shit, like the art. We're some creative ass people. Because I remember, oh my gosh, I remember making those duct tape wallets. Which is like, now it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, we were, of course, children. Like, it was cute. But, like, why the fuck we got a wallet made out of duct tape? Why the fuck? Why can't we just go buy a wallet? But I remember, like, whenever I would do them, like, zebra and, like, hot pink and lime green. Oh, those were the colors. Okay? You were an it girl. If that's what you... That was your vibe. If that was your ecstatic. Like, if your bedroom was zebra, it was always either zebra... Or the giraffe design. It was like zebra, giraffe, and what the fuck else. Also, I remember like polka dot. Like I remember it would be polka dot and particularly it would be like a polka dot sheet, but it would be like brown, teal, and green. (laughs) And if you know what I'm talking about, oh my gosh, like I just remember that. And then it it was like for zebra, it was like you would either have zebra with either hot pink, lime green, both, or like purple. I didn't see a lot of like... Blue zebra, like I did, like I saw, like you know, every now and then someone would have like teal and zebra print, but those were the colors, like you were an it, girl. But those fucking wallets, like I would be doing requests, I would be booked and busy. Okay, I would be like, okay, look, I got five wallets that I'm already making right now, so babe, I can pick yours up, but it's not gonna be, en- it's not gonna be until another week, and all of that's gonna get delivered. Is that okay with you? We can't do fast shipping on this one but it was just like, like what were we doing and I know I remember it got to the point where like teachers and shit started getting upset they started getting like mad because they were like what the fuck like you know yeah I remember the teachers started to put basically rules in place where you couldn't bring the plastic like lanyards lace the duct tapes you couldn't bring any of that to the class because it was just way too distracting and, you know, it was too many of us entrepreneurs trying to, you know, start a whole business. And plus duct tape, like, that shit is loud. <laughs> like, I can't imagine teaching about fucking the Revolutionary War. And then you got people in the back, like, with duct tape all day, trying to, you know, make a quick dollar or two. But yeah, I remember that. I don't know. It was probably a generational thing. Like, I feel like people that probably aren't my age like they're going to be like what the fuck do you mean they were making wallets out of duct tape and stuff i think it was one of those things like you had to be there and cuz i also don't think people were doing that in high school like i don't think people were like 17 wanting a duct tape wallet like i think that was definitely just like that era but if you remember that then honestly legend and we're also getting old like what the fuck but yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm so glad to be back. Um, I have a new editor now. I'm so excited. I just, I don't know. I just feel so giddy and excited for the future. Like, the other episodes I do obviously love and I'm grateful for the editor that, you know, did those episodes, but it was just a hassle. Like, it was just not... I don't know. I mean, you live and learn. Like it was the beginning of my podcast. So I definitely had to learn, you know, what worked, what didn't work and kind of grow from that. So I'm excited um, to see, you know, how this podcast can grow. And just, yeah, I don't know. I just have this giddy feeling that's positive. So I'm just going to stick to it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I am trying to kind of not a rebrand, but rebrand like the order of the podcast and everything to just make it feel more me and feel more connected to the podcast and the audience. So please check out any updates, you know, for the podcast and when episodes will drop on Instagram at Sweet Nostalgia Podcast. Um, my personal Instagram is it's Brit, I T Z period, B R I I T T. So of course, you can DM me there if you have any, you know, questions that you want me to answer on the podcast or have any topic ideas that you want, you know, advice, anything like that. Like I really would love to interact with you guys. So please reach out to me there. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm so happy to be back. Please be ready for the future and to look forward to all of the amazing things that I you know, I'm hopefully going to do. So wherever you are, I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy and you're having a good morning, night or evening. I mean, afternoon. Look, see, I'm just out of the swing of things. I'm trying to get back, trying to get back, but love you and hope you're having an amazing time wherever you are. And I'll see you guys soon. Bye.